Welcome to the Meteor Station Virtual Reality Podcast, the only podcast you're listening to right now at this exact moment, probably. We'll be talking about VR news and other goodies, and today we'll be diving into VR music more specifically and bringing in the creator Virtuoso as our guest for the day. I'm joined by my constant co-host, Gruen. How are you today, Gruen? I'm over here, and I'm doing just great. <laughs> Excellent. What have you been up to? I, I've i just been do, doing the normal things around the house, you know, getting out of the Texas freeze and trying to recover from that. We had, we, we escaped relatively unscathed, but we had some issues with ice causing some water damage, but that's about it. Yeah. And it ended up getting us a, an excellent surprise post. I uh, used yeah. to, Pretty cool video of birds flying around in the snow. And it's like, well, I see something interesting that other people might think are in- or is interesting. Words are hard, but yeah, that, uh, that worked out great. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, cool. The birds, something very different. The birds were going crazy. It was a great idea because we haven't seen that was the most snow. If you watch the video, you get to see the snow actually coming down, the snow on the ground. It's kind of weird with cactus around to see all that snow. But the birds were just doing all they could to survive. And I think eating is maybe a way to stay warm or something because they were loving it. And it was uh, it was six and a half inches of snow in a week. And that's the most we've had since the 1930s or 40s. And we also set a record of all time for the most hours under freezing, which meant that I burned an entire year's worth of propane in one week. That's <laughs> that is certainly something. Yeah, the birds were hilarious. There was one in particular that had become a full-size blimp, so he was doing a very good job of surviving. But mm-hmm. I guess that just brings us right into the stuff we've made because that's one of our more recent posts. But we've got some good news for anyone that likes home improvement shows or follows our Patreon because we've got that over our heads show we've talked about a couple times. Yeah. So we have this show over our heads, which is a home improvement show that we put together. And you did most of the editing, which was great. You took a week worth of video and turned it into uh, 50 something minutes of funny. And we're not that funny, but we, we actually seem <laughs> funny because if you take anybody for a week, you might get 50 minutes of funny. So it's not just funny, but it, we actually made some actual progress. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I guess I'm underselling it by calling it a home improvement show. Really, it's a zero to hero kind of show. It's where that uh, it's one of those movies that like where they do that full turnaround for the girl so she can get the guy or whatever. I'm I'm not as familiar because I am male and don't tend to watch those as much as things where people get punched. But, um, yeah, it's we turn around the house and get it ready for prom. Uh, it's way better. But what was hilarious, though, is we ended up making jokes by the end of it that uh, we were in danger if the camera was recording. Because if you watch it, I'd be skeptical that things are staged, but they're not. They're legit, all real things that you'll see in there. And so we're just like, careful, the camera's running. We've got to be on the lookout for stranger danger. Yeah, there, there were some mishaps that we did not count on. And, and I, I do wonder, I, there are some shows that I don't think create those. And then there's been other shows that they, they've been caught for creating things. We don't have the time or whatever creativity to, to come up with disasters on our own. They just happen. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I shouldn't be throwing other shows under the bus, but I don't even know which shows I'm calling out. But the, the thing I had heard is that uh, you can, like, they'll fix up this one direction of a kitchen or room or whatever, but they won't fix up the other one. So you'll just have, like, these really nice segments and then other segments that are completely ignored. But since this is a virtual reality show, you know that we at least fixed everything there it's not all perfect because as you say it's not the endless budget show oh but speaking of i will 
likely have a short snippet of that as a weekend post this month. So look forward to that. And I guess relevantly, we'll also have a virtuoso, not, it's not a gameplay video because it's not really a game, but making music in virtuoso is another video this month. So just a couple things to look forward to among other items while we're talking about our own stuff, I guess just a little bit more bookkeeping before we get into some news. Uh, we had Starloaf get into the Blackbird Film Festival and it got marked as a semi-finalist before we got notified that unfortunately they're canceling uh, due to COVID, which is fine because clearly they're trying to make a good product and with COVID still around, they couldn't quite get what they wanted to have happen set up. So no worries there, but unfortunate for us because it would have been cool to have been in another festival. And the Sci-Fi Miami Film Festival moved to March 9th, so that's still coming up. But that's the thing we mentioned last podcast that Star Loaf was also selected for. So we'll see if it wins anything there. But I think that brings us into actual news. You want to kick it off or shall I? Uh, we can take turns. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that I, you may already have seen this, but that the Doom VR version for PlayStation is going to be out at the end of March. Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I think it's cool, but not that I have PlayStation, but I mean, if it, I'm just hopeful that anything like that is eventually going to come over to something I can play because I did do the fan made Port. I don't know what the correct terminology is because my brain's malfunctioning, but uh, where it was the Doom 3 setup so that it could be played in VR, but it was a little wonky. So I'm looking forward to one that's intentionally made for my platform because it is such a perfect game for VR. Oh, Doom yeah. is just, yeah, <laughs> especially like the Half-Life part where you're in the dark with a flashlight and it just feels like Doom. It's like, yeah, I need more of this. Like, a whole game of this would be just fine. So that will be very, very cool. And I guess yeah. speaking of PlayStation, um, Sony did confirm the next-gen VR system for the PlayStation 5, but it won't launch in 2021, which, you know, whatever. I guess they're trying to make something good, so I can't mm. complain about that. But it sounds promising. So well, so that yeah, so the Doom VR is for PlayStation Four, but it will be compatible for PlayStation Five. They said, but PlayStation Five yeah. is probably what is going to be the the VR system that is most popular in the future. We already know that because that is the the headgear that we see on the future movie of Ready Player One. So we already know <laughs> that's that is Spoiler. the VR of the future. Perfect. Yeah. Have you noticed? That's what. It, that's exactly what the, it looks like on Ready Player One. Is the PlayStation VR headgear? Yeah, it was absolutely a premonition, and not them copying. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, very cool. I guess in addition to that, did you see the Apple VR is supposed to launch early 2022, and, and is supposedly going to cost three grand. Which mm. I don't know about you, but I <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna. Well, I'm not much of an Apple guy anyway. But ouch, that is a lot. Although I did see they're gonna have supposedly they're gonna supposedly have 8K dual displays for the eyes, which that would be hugely. That would just be so nice looking because when you've got all these pixels right up to your eyeballs. You can really see them, so having full well, AK will be really cool. Yeah, and I wonder if that is going to be without a computer. You know, maybe it works on its own because if you don't have to buy a three thousand dollar computer, then three thousand dollars for your VR setup is is not as bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're pretty and, limited on information so far, but that would be very cool. Yeah, I am concerned that with every firmware update of the Apple VR that your battery is going to be less and less uh, quality. You know, that's, it's not going to last as long with every firmware update. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, they did that, get that's an Apple for, joke. Yeah, yeah, no, I, it's real though. Uh, they got caught, and this is part of why I switched so many years ago from iPhone 
is that was on purpose. They intentionally like make things slower and that kind of stuff oh, yeah. with updates, which is just so garbage to me that I was out of there as soon as possible. But okay, well, think, yeah, think about this. Don't. What if you're in the Apple VR and you're playing the Doom game or Half Life or whatever? Can you just say, okay, Siri, kill all the bad guys? <laughs> You've got to be able to. Why even have Apple right. if you can't ask Siri to give you the assist? Yeah. So the Absolutely. other big news that I saw was Microsoft announced yesterday they had a their conference. I forget what they call it, but they had a conference where they announced Microsoft Mesh, and that's really they they had a announcement in AltSpace, which is Microsoft, but now they're going to have AltSpace of the future, which is mixed reality, holograms, you can have a meeting with somebody, you have to have the HoloLens, so it's kind of expensive at this point. But companies are expected to buy this because you could have your engineers in one city working with engineers in another city, and, and you're all working on the same plans or models or whatever, and you can see the other people there as a hologram yeah that's really cool nice that's yeah, fun future is here yeah guess so i mean If you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself, what the idea behind Virtuoso is, all that, just the yeah, yeah, sure. intro. Yeah, sure. So I've been working on Virtuoso since, I think, 2017 now, maybe. I started out uh, doing some VR stuff already back in um, 2016. And... Uh, at that time, I was kind of doing a game jam together with a colleague and a friend. And we really liked that game jam, so we decided to start a company together around VR. But uh, um, we, we released that game as a demo. It's called Toran. It's out on Steam. Uh, and then after that, I started kind of working on Virtuoso on my own. So uh, it started more or less as a project just to control music uh, to control a music program from VR, so you would send like MIDI data over over a network to your music app, and then you would control your synthesizers by moving your controllers around. And then that's kind of grown over the last three years. And uh, about a year ago, we decided to uh, bring it into the company where uh, that we started around. Uh, our last VR project. So now the entire team is kind of working on it and has been since, yeah, for about a year. Cool. And yeah, that's really, yeah. and it's really kicked things off in terms of uh, making it more like visual, more accessible. Yeah, just adding a lot of features to it. So I'm super excited about that. And basically, it's it's a way of making music that is different from anything we've had in the past. It's a whole new way of making music, and it's it's very easy to figure it out because we both jumped in. There's no manual; you just start doing it, and it it works. Yeah, I I mean there should be a manual probably, but <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we're we're trying to make it as uh, as easy to get into as possible, and uh, really one of our mantras has kind of been that people should uh, shouldn't have to know anything about music in order to yeah. jump in and have fun so we're kind of trying to reduce the amount of music theory stuff that we make visible to the player and just mm -hmm. have people just like you can just put your hands in the instruments and start moving them around and it will sound good on its own yeah so yeah. i did listen to your stranger things video that yeah. was you right yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll have to put that link on this podcast because 
that was amazing. Um, yeah, so thank you. My question, like, what is what is next on the horizon? What are you are you adding more instruments or what's what's the future of yeah, virtuoso? So, so right now uh, we're still in early access. So uh, we're out on SideQuest and we're out on the Oculus Store. Mm -hmm. uh, right now we're working on kind of a big update where we're adding things like uh, real-time quantization so that, that we are making it easier for people to um, to like play drums in time with the music without having to be on time. Uh, we're also doing some more stuff in terms of like uh, musical presets so that you can change the musical scale without having to know anything about music. Um, after that, we're probably going to have to tackle uh, one of the big sort of limitations that we've had in Virtuoso, which is to sort of stitch longer songs together in it. Uh, and we have a few ideas for that as well um, that we're going to work on next, I think. But we're hoping kind of to get out of uh, early access sometime this year, I would say. But like, like I don't, I don't want to make any promises, of course. Um, but uh, getting out of early access and uh, making it official, like making a, a full release of it, uh, perhaps putting it on more platforms as well. Yeah. Very good. Cool. Uh, is the intention of it, so it's free currently, right? Is it going to remain free or is there like, is the full release going to be like paid or you get to add in extra features for something? Yeah. What's the... Yeah, so the the full release is probably going to be like a premium release, uh, just like any most other apps on uh, on like the right. Quest Store, for example. Uh, but as long as we're in early access, we figured we'll we'll have it uh, out there for free, and people can try it out. And we're trying to yeah. we're we're focusing more on building a community around it now than than making any money off it. At some point, of course, we're 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 gonna have to find a revenue stream for it if we want to keep working <laughs> on it. Um, but uh, we're we're not really in a rush to do that. Uh, uh, right now, we're kind of funding the development by by doing consulting gigs for for other companies within uh, game development and VR. Yeah, cool. That's a great way to do it. Yeah, makes sense to give people the opportunity to check it out, and then for the real deal, you get to make the money you've been earning by developing a cool thing. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I agree. <laughs> okay. Well, so I, I was in this VR hub in a different one in Altspace that where, where they have kind of a meet and greet thing, and there's a couple of guys that show up there. One has a drumming program, and he uh, he has a couple of pretty cool tutorials and uh, gameplay videos, and then there's another guy who has a piano playing app and so you can sit at a piano mm -hmm. you can only do it on quest of course because of the hand control but you can play a piano in your room and it's like you're playing the piano that's in front of you in vr so i'm wondering do you think it's possible to get all these different things together and and have a band in vr yeah, yeah that, that would be really cool like i would love to see more more connectivity between uh, between virtuoso and outside music making so to speak so for mm -hmm. example being able to like get the uh, the sync of the beat from from somewhere else so that mm -hmm. you can sort of sync up with other people playing on other instruments or doing things on their computers and jam together that's uh, that's something i'm i'm pretty passionate about um but then uh, and and i think uh, like virtuoso feels like a, a specific niche i I think within music making, we're we're not trying to do everything. So I think the more we allow people to to use Virtuoso together with other tools, the better. Yeah, yeah, that makes okay, sense. Okay, so what was what was your first VR experience? Oh wow, my my very first VR experience was actually I was invited to uh, try Budget Cuts uh, by the developer of Budget Cuts. So uh, they put me in a Vive. And uh, I was crawling around in kind of a, a space above the ceiling, like on the ceiling mm -hmm. tiles above the office landscape. And I was crawling on the floor in, in, the, in the office there. And um, 
uh, I got to this space where there's like a hole in the ceiling tile so you can kind of see down into the office landscape. And you're meant to like throw down your teleporter thing down there to like pr progress. But I wanted to sneak a peek. So I just face planted <laughs> my whole headset right into the floor. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my first VR experience. <laughs> That's great. Amazing. That's great. That's the perfect first VR experience, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, it was so, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Have Have you had any big time musicians, celebrity musicians that have reached out to you that you've talked to at all? Uh, we have, yes, um, but I'm I'm not sure I can say anything more than that. But uh, yeah, you, you can give We've us been a in hint. touch with with. Sorry, you can give us a hint. A hint, yeah. <laughs> we've we've been in touch with a with a certain like big name within electronic music. Um, but uh, we'll see if anything comes of that. We we're we're happy to like talk to more artists and uh, people who are interested in using uh, in using virtuoso for their music. Um, yeah. Obviously, some some artists are seem a lot more interested in VR specifically than others. Uh, so I think uh, we would love to start reaching out to them or have them reach out to us. We would be happy to do things for them. I think. So if you could have anybody other than the person you're already talking to that we can't talk about. So if you could have any artist out there who did a video of your app, what would you? Who would you pick? I would love for Björk to do something with Virtuosa. I think that oh. would be uh, the most cool, probably because uh, she's uh, yeah, she's a huge inspiration to me. I think uh, she seems super interested in VR and pushing technology. Uh, yeah. So I think that would be just uh, that would be super cool, definitely. Yeah, that fits. Yeah. Speaking of inspiration, so. Was it just like Virtuoso was something you wish existed in VR and that's what inspired it in the first place? You're like, what kind of sparked the idea that made you want to initially put Virtuoso into existence? I think uh, for me, the first thing that uh, that came to mind was uh, that I felt that there's a lot of power in the um, touch controllers or like the uh, trackable controllers that you have when you use VR. Like you can use them to like tilt your hands, you can move them up and down. There's a lot of expression to them really, like way more than there is uh, in, for example, a mouse and keyboard. Um, and I figured that if we could like unlock this power to make music, that would be really cool. We could like put a lot of expression into the music. And, um, and I was looking at sort of what, what apps are out there in terms of making music. And uh, there were a lot of like apps uh, that were being developed that were kind of trying to make a virtual studio. And, uh, so they would have uh, an electric guitar, they would have like a, a grand piano to play on, stuff like mm -hmm. that. And it always felt a little bit like, it felt a little bit clunky, like it wasn't really, uh, it wasn't making the best use of the controllers. You would like, tried to hit the right keys with the controllers and uh, and it was like playing a piano but not as good as the real thing. Uh, yeah. So I think the the idea really was to try to make instruments from scratch where you just really use uh, the strengths of the um, trackable controllers to to put as much expression as possible into the music. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I like the idea for sure. Are you a big music fan? Do you make music on your own time before Virtuoso I, and stuff? I used to do that a lot. Like I, my background is within uh, uh, sound design for video games. So I've been working as a sound designer for video games for quite a long time. I've been working on like the Little Big Planet franchise. I've been working on Angry Birds and on oh, cool. um, on Minecraft. Most recently, Minecraft Dungeons. Um, nice, yeah. so, uh, but I, I haven't really worked a lot with music uh, since finishing college or less. Uh, <laughs> like I went to music college, so that's, uh, my degree is in, in music from, from the beginning. Uh, but pretty much since then, I've mostly been doing sound design and programming. So, uh, for me, this is kind of fun because it's kind of returning to my roots and music and combining mm -hmm. it with uh, my my 
I like work experience with doing games and doing sound design for games. Yeah, makes sense. So as far as the future, we're going to look into the future here. So if you could predict something that you'd like to see way out in the future, yeah. Like, yeah, what is the thing that you want to see or you, you'd like to make? Or even if you didn't make it, you'd like to see somebody make whether that has anything to do with music or not doesn't matter, but in VR, preferably music. Oh man, this is a super, super difficult question. I think there is a ton of things that I want to do in Virtuoso specifically uh, in the future, and there's just like not enough days in the week to to do to do all of them, unfortunately. Um, well, I can tell oh, you mine. I. Yeah, and yeah, then, go and for you it, can go be for thinking it. I want to hear yours. And then Donuts can think of his. So I've already yeah. kind of given you the, the, the one that I have, which is I really want to see a concert. So whether, whether yeah. that's in person, I'm, I'm thinking in person, like when we're able to go to an arena again and you can see a person who, whether they're famous or not, they're giving a concert, but you've got somebody playing this virtual instrument maybe along with the other instruments that are that are there and then you've got this one person on the virtual instrument or maybe several virtual instruments but it's a yeah. live concert yeah if if i can like uh, uh, uh sort of spin on that a little bit uh, uh i i would love to to bring virtuoso or tools like virtuoso into augmented reality eventually and like wearable ar mm. um to kind of have these instruments and tools uh, mix with like a live setting more. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for example, doing a live concert where where the people who were watching could see both like the the real life live show and the virtual instruments together and the people playing on them. And um, mm -hmm. I think there's there's a lot of potential in that where you can start kind of blending the the digital with the uh, with the real in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, donuts, do you have one? Uh I guess I'll just tack on also cuz I kind of was thinking along the same lines with the concert with one thing that would be really cool is I mean, you can already kind of do this with Virtuoso cuz it's the you add one track and then you add another track onto it and it's like layering, but if it's the concert situation then it's like okay you've got this guy over on keyboard but you can like visualize him and it's you so you're setting up yourself on the keyboard and you play your song or whatever and then you go sit on the drums and you play the drums and then you go you know play some i guess it'd be more like a synthy version of guitar or whatever but you go play all the different instruments in some you know time with the metronome or whatever and ideally with uh timing correction so it actually sounds correct at the end because <laughs> I for one would screw this up yeah. but then at the end of it you're your own you know five set band or whatever for a concert I think that'd be pretty tight yeah I mean this is uh, this is something that we're already kind of considering adding to a virtuoso and and I I have to say we we wouldn't be uh, credit where credit's due we, we wouldn't be the first with it uh, like there is another music app called exa out there that does something similar where the, you kind of record uh, your visual performance as well. And you can kind That's of see cool. a ghost of yourself doing things. Mm. Um, so uh, I, I, I love that idea. I, uh, I would love to have it in Virtuoso as well eventually. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Will there be and any... I've got... Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead Donna. Or go ahead, Grun. I was just going to say, my, I've got one other one. Don't forget to what you were going to say. One other one, which is creating just a completely unheard of instrument that nobody's ever seen before. Because my first thought when I got into Virtuoso, because I play piano, and I would like to have a keyboard there that isn't synth to just play along with all the synth instruments. But, but I know that's not what you're necessarily after. So then I started thinking, what about just a, a whole new instrument, just a whole, just even a whole different sound that people aren't even familiar with. Yeah. I don't know what that would be. 
Yeah. No, I, I think uh, so. One of the things that people have been requesting a lot when we've been uh, like posting content from from Virtuoso has been customization and just being able to like customize their instruments, customize their sounds, and so on. And uh, that's something that I'm really excited about because uh, I think once we start unlocking the ability for people to kind of design their own instruments and their own sounds more and more, uh, eventually people will make things that we've never thought about and uh, mm. that are just like way out there that we wouldn't have the opportunity to make ourselves. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited to see like Virtuoso getting to the point where uh, the users would start making things that that we can't make because we're not good mm. enough to do it, right? Yeah, no, that's yeah, because yeah, you never know what kind of take they're going to have. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, absolutely. I agree. That would be really cool. And then your instrument library is going to be massive because <laughs> you have like thousands of people yeah, yeah. adding to it. Pretty yeah, sweet. you would have to. You'd have to have a way to like sort it and uh, arrange it, and I guess maybe uh, search it by popularity and stuff like that. Of course. Yeah. True. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, all I was going to ask earlier was uh, we were talking about like the have yourself as a band thing, but that obviously lends the question of is there going to be collaboration set up eventually in the pipeline? Because then you don't need to be all five people if you have you know four people in there with you yeah for sure i mean that's uh, that's something that's also been requested quite a lot and it's something that we we are super excited about the potential of making there's a few different routes that we could go down there i think uh one is of course the like you can collaborate with people who are outside of vr like i talked about before uh where you can kind of sync up your tempo sync up your key etc um, the other is like, of course, collaborating online with other people. Um, and you can either do that sort of uh, in real time, or you could potentially do it sort of uh, slightly asynchronously, if that makes sense. So we've been bouncing around ideas, for example, uh, for how you could um, record a loop and then someone else uh, gets a chance to record a loop on top of the one that you did. Uh, so you're sort of jamming together, but you're kind of bouncing back and forth, uh, sort of the um, the responsibility to create the next thing. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would That's also cool. kind of solve some of the uh, issues that you would naturally get from latency when playing with other people over the internet. And this is really one of the biggest challenges with uh, with playing music online. Like you can play an FPS online and, and you have a ping of like 50 milliseconds and that's fine. Uh, but if you try to play music with someone else and you have a latency of 50 milliseconds, if you try to play like really fast and tight mm -hmm. music, that's just going to completely ruin it. Yeah. Uh, so in order to sort of overcome those obstacles, I think we have to think a little bit outside of the box with how we, how we approach online collaborations. Yeah. So I've got a question for you that's a little departure from what we've been talking about, and that is just part of the great thing about VR is that we're in the States and you're in Sweden, and here we are talking, and it feels like we're in the same room, right? So yeah, yeah. you're at the end of your day, we're at the beginning of our day, but tell us something about Sweden and how is the VR community there, but outside of that, just things that we may not know that, that you would tell people. Yeah, I mean... I mean, uh, the VR community here is, uh, I think, pretty vibrant. Uh, you've obviously got like neat cooperation with uh, with budget cuts. Uh, there's also Resolution Games. They recently made like the cookout game. Um, there's mm -hmm. fast travel mm -hmm. games here in Stockholm as well uh, that made um, um, Apex. Um, what's it called? Apex Construct, right? Uh, so there are a lot of uh, a lot of VR companies around here that have been uh, seeing quite a bit of success recently, especially with the release of the Quest. So um, and the, the game development scene in, in Sweden is is quite big in general. I think it's a, a really good place to be for uh, as a developer. And yeah. uh, personally, I think it's a great place to be outside of uh, work as well. Uh, maybe not so much right now because it's like super cold outside. 
Uh, it gets pretty dark in the winter. And uh, then there's COVID as well, but like that's all over the world, yeah. right? So, right. Yeah. So, but if you, if as tourists, if we were, if we were going to be there for a few days or a week, what is the must thing? What is the thing you have to be there for? It's kind of hard when you're, when you're like uh, think, trying to think as a tourist in your own country because you're kind of blind to, to the stuff that you see every day, I guess. Um, yeah, that's fair. For me, like every time I return from being abroad, uh, I just uh, I just love when when I'm traveling back home into Stockholm, going over the bridges and like seeing the water and looking out over the city. Uh, mm -hmm. It's really pretty, like with with the water. It's it's really like the whole city is an archipelago, more or less. Uh, so I I really love that about it. For Sweden in general. Um, I would for sure say that uh, going up north, seeing stuff like Northern Lights, uh, yeah. these are things that I've barely done myself. So uh, I, I still mm. have a lot to explore in my own backyard, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if you'd say like skiing or Northern Lights. Northern Lights is what comes to mind for me. But Yeah, 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 for sure. We've got you here. So I mean, I've seen ask. Northern Lights once and that was uh, actually in Norway. So... We were actually on a on a game jam. There's a there's a yearly game jam, or used to be at least before COVID, called Splash Jam, and that takes place on a boat that is going like along the Norwegian coast. Mm. Uh, so it travels all the way from uh, way up north in northern Norway, um, all the way down to the south of Norway, um, and along the way you just sit on that boat and you develop games. But the boat cool. also has um, has like outside an outside uh, jacuzzi that you can sit in and you can look yeah. out over the northern lights from wow. the jacuzzi and that was pretty epic so yeah wow <laughs> that That's sounds great. like a good time yeah so do you have any other questions donuts uh no if you don't uh we can wrap up this segment uh did you have anything you wanted to shout out or plug um, I think I got most of it. Like, um, if you wanna, if you wanna try Virtuoso, like, like, uh, like we've said, it's it's free right now. It's in early access. It's out on SideQuest. It's out on the Oculus Store for Rift and Rift S. Uh, it's unfortunately not out on Steam yet, uh, but we're looking at putting it there eventually. We're kind of trying to focus development on just one platform while we're while we're working on it to make it as smooth as possible. Uh, but later, for sure, we want to add more platforms. But for now, you can just uh, download it, try it out, and join our Discord if you, uh, if you have any questions or any feedback or just want to hang out with other people who are making things in Virtuoso. Yeah. Yeah. Very Perfect. Good. And, Sounds and good. If I can get... If I can get Bjork to to join you for a virtuoso uh, tour, will you give her a, a private tour? Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you heard it here, Bjork. Thanks for joining us, and hopefully the big name uh, you mentioned but couldn't specifically Thank call you. out pans out for you. And yeah, thanks for joining. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. All right. Well, thanks, Jonathan, for joining us on the Meteor to chat about Virtuoso and music in general. Pretty cool little software. I'm pretty interested to see what the end result looks like because I did get in there and play with it and I liked it. But yeah, those extra features are really going to help me out with like, you know, making sure that you're starting your loops at the same time as other things are finishing and that kind of stuff to get it all nice and synchronized. I think that'll be. Pretty cool. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, very interesting. And what a great program, you know, the the minds that put that together. I just, I love it. I hope they keep adding to it and making more instruments. So, so yeah, it's just going to get better. Yeah. And I guess we had already talked about our ideal situation mm -hmm. to, for making music in there and a bit of concerts and stuff i guess how about this what concert would you most enjoy seeing in vr personally i i would say pink floyd because pink floyd oh, for yeah. years even after they broke up the whole thing was you would go to this 
theater and they would have a laser show for Pink Floyd. So they, they've made, I don't know how much money on these laser shows. Why not? Why don't we have a laser show in VR of Pink Floyd? I mean, maybe we do. Maybe you need to. Let's get the band back together. (laughs) I think that's a different one. But yeah. (laughs) But that that is Uh, one band that they say they will never get back together. Pink Floyd. Yep. Unlucky. Boo. Although, if they're. if they're all virtual, if they're all avatars and just kind of playing the album and doing a cool light show, maybe you'll get your dream close enough. Yeah, yeah you can't yeah. hit each other in VR, so maybe that's good. Nice. I might, hmm, I guess for now I'll sit on Angels and Airwaves for myself. I'm into that stuff, but I've seen them once already, but I don't know. But you haven't seen that one VR. That's true. And yeah. I think that'd be the kind of thing that they'd come up with something fun for yeah. the actual VR show where you can do things that aren't realistic elsewhere. So. And maybe Blink-182 could open for them. <laughs> uh, is this the real Blink-182 <laughs> or the current one? Is that too controversial? Oh, uh, no, I don't know anything about a current one. No, they uh, have... Some other guy, Matt Skipper, or something from some other band. It's just it doesn't sound like Blink One Eighty Two to me. So okay, yeah, but no, I just meant like the one guy could join that. You know, he'd be in the intro, and then he'd jump over and be in the main concert. All right, so I have another music question that kind of brings it back to VR. You ready for you? Go. It, it's a thinker. So real. Life has limitations, as we all know, but in VR, we can open it up a bit. So what musical instrument would you have exist that could only exist in VR? What creation do you want to concoct for us for a VR-only musical instrument? Yeah, hit us. The whale. The whale. All right. Tell me more. You know, because whales make that music in the ocean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so you could play a whale in vr but you couldn't do it in real life (laughs) i like it and whenever you need a high note you just slap a small whale whenever you need the bassy note you find a blue whale yeah how about you i like it um so mine's a work in progress a little bit because um I, we've got the VR onesie obsession, you know? We've brought up the VR onesie at least a couple times, but it, it's the best thing. We need the VR onesie. And, and what I'm thinking is you've got full body instrument, and it's so you've got all these sensors all over your VR onesie, and it's like a keyboard, but a hundred times better. It's like, you know, those, um, look what I can do shows. I don't remember what they're actually called, but like, so you've got talent or something like that where they like mm-hmm. play a whole band's worth of instruments by doing all these crazy maneuvers. That's you. Yeah. you. You've got it all on your VR onesie. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely not. Okay. What noise comes out of the back <laughs> of your pants? Um, the bassy notes. <laughs> 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 no, actually, predictable. Uh, that's, uh, that's where the hip hop soundtracks come out of. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was that was very good. And I will say this about Virtuoso that I saw a uh, I saw something on the the internet uh, interwebs that somebody had done a review of five or six of the different music programs out there, and he liked Virtuoso the best. So oh, interesting. There so you we go. found the yeah. winner. As usual, we we're uh, not sponsored or whatever. We just we like to talk to people and we like to yeah. find good stuff. So yes, but cool. Yeah, I I mean, like I said, I like it too. But as is, I'll be honest, I wouldn't quite use it yet. But I am definitely interested in the end results. I think as it improves, I might be more inclined to use it so because i Mm -hmm. definitely enjoy music making music all that good stuff so yeah 
Go check it out. It's cool. Yeah. Um, well. So do you want to try just a super quick rapid fire first part, second part to see if anything strikes us? Just connect music and VR in your mind when we come up with these two words and we'll see what happens. And anyone that gets deeply inspired by what we say here, make it and list us as the great innovators. All right, you ready? Collaborators. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Do, do you know which part you have? This is so this is a VR musical program or what well we're just gonna find out when we say the two words we'll figure out what it is it just has to connect to vr and music so uh i think i have an either parter i would probably lean yeah either here we go first part horn rambo (laughs) (laughs) um okay i've got something you hit me with it if you have something no go ahead so it's so there you've got like your beat sabers and stuff, but uh, you don't have the brass section of your high school band in a combat simulator, do you? You absolutely don't. Where it's uh, still basically a rhythm game, but uh, you've got your you know French horn or whatever, and you have to duck and weave and shoot the bad guys in rhythm and avoid them in there. You know, if you know the song, you're going to be able to dodge the bullets, but hopefully yeah. you can still dodge a ball. What do you think? No, I'll tell you that the What's trombone yours? section is going to be the first one to go in that combat scenario because they're goofing off usually. Yeah, I can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I lanky I, arms, uh, so. Yeah. I was thinking, Kind of the same thing. So in in Rambo, if you haven't seen Rambo, you should go see it. it it's very dated and does not hold up. So <laughs> the uh, I don't know that it, it might, but this guy is he's home. He's out of war, but he is stuck in that war mindset, and so he goes on a rampage by himself. Rambo instead of rampage, and so now he instead of using machine guns he's using a trumpet so it's not very effective and he and it's a very short short movie (laughs) perfect yeah and it's a vr movie to tie it in all right (laughs) but uh Okay. okay so second part okay here we go tuba pets oh we're still in the brass section huh all right you ready for it so so I've got it. I got it. Uh, so it's a kid's game. It's a learning game. Uh, and you've got l- this little segment of music, and it's one you would know, like Old McDonald's or something, and you've got all these pets wandering around you, and if you touch the pets, they give you a tuba note, music <laughs> note, and so you have to fill in the missing note with is it the puppy dog is it the cat is it the goat it's the goat you got to put the goat in to complete old mcdonald and Mm -hmm. get the right note what do you think okay let me so this is it the tuba pets this is great so tuba pets is kind of the virtuoso for kids so you can create different sounds but they are animal sounds and so you can create songs and all the animals are going to be in the same key so that you start with the dog and you can put it on repeat. So you've got the dog beat mm-hmm. going and then you add the cat and it's in the, it's in the mix and then you bring in another animal and then you, so it's, it's like you're doing that kind of a, a beatbox thing with animals. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. They all in the same key thing. Would absolutely help for just like would help. make it as easy as possible for it to sound good. I like it. I think that's good. Yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. Second part. Hmm. All right. First part. You ready? Infinity. Yep. Ogram. Infinity ogram. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What does infinity sound like? Maybe you just came up with the actual VR instrument that we were trying to come up with earlier. Not to knock your uh, being able to play whales. Of course, that's ingenious. But now we've got the infinity-ogram. I, 
think the infinityogram is this way that you leave a message for people from now till infinity, till forever. And the way you do it in virtual reality, like up here in space, look how much room there is. There's infinity amount of room in space. So you can just leave, you know how you take uh, any kind of VR recording and it makes a little uh, bubble, right? So you make a recording of, hello, I'm talking to you from 2021. And this is our VR podcast. And then we leave that in a bubble and we leave it right here. And so if somebody is traveling in the the VR space of the future and they see that bubble, they can poke it and listen to what we said. Nice. Yeah, I like it. That works for me. So ready for my take, my hot, spicy take on the infinityogram because I'm going for it regardless. So yes. I think the infinityogram is an endless music generator. So it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the like the tuba pets or whatever, where it's nice and easy. Uh, it can't really screw up the sound of it. It's just going to generate nice music, and you can just listen to new stuff indefinitely because it's all made by the robots. So there you go. You're just in this cool VR space where you can just listen to randomly generated music forever. So that's interesting. Yeah, about. yeah. You know that was a real thing, though. The somebody. I, I think it was in Japan that they had a musical person or group that was top of the charts because they were using bots to take all the most popular music and figure out what would be a popular song. And the bot would write <laughs> a song. Seriously. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, I, I know that kind of stuff exists. I didn't know that someone had gotten success out of it. Yeah. That's pretty hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think they called it the Infinityogram. <laughs> well now they have to <laughs> alright well I think that does it for this one so any last words Gruen that sounds like threatening any last words <laughs> <laughs> before I jump off the meteor it's probably appropriate so yeah. no just uh, if I, I would encourage people to listen and play I mean with Virtuoso and we just had a good time talking to Jonathan and, and i I've been in touch with him, so we're probably going to have some more details, some more info in the uh, in the bylines below the video. And uh, yeah, so you can check out the YouTube channel and find that and see any updates because they've got some new stuff coming out. All right. You, I think you did more plug-in for him than he did. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in, everyone. It's been good. We will catch you in April.